Hi everyone, I am Ananya Hoda and welcome to our podcast, Science Hurts. I co-host this podcast with my friend Devin Waring. And let me tell you a little bit more about our podcast, Science Hurts. So we plan to do one joint episode and one solo episode every month. The joint episode will delve deeper into hot-button science topics, while the solo episode is more about each of our journeys towards earning a PhD or MD-PhD in the future. And yay, I will be hosting to today's episode. So let me formally introduce myself. I am Ananya Hoda, and I am currently a sophomore honors biology major with a double minor in chemistry and psychology studying at Howard University. And I plan to pursue an MD-PhD in the future to bridge the gap between bench and bedside and to create novel innovative solutions to assist my patients suffering from seemingly untreatable microbial infections. And throughout my journey thus far, I have realized that research is an integral part of becoming a physician scientist. And I am currently working in a lab on campus that looks at Staph aureus, this microorganism, a pathogenic microorganism, if you will, and its pigment synthesis pathway that it uses to create this pigment that helps it evade our immune system response. And throughout all of this, I cannot understate how cool it was for me to understand the complex mechanisms that rule these seemingly rather simple organisms. Doing research is something that I really enjoy and I see myself pursuing in the future along with treating patients. But on the other hand, I have also come to realize that science communication is essential to the field, not only for budding scientists like me, to convey our ideas, thoughts, and even hypotheses, but to also inform the general audience about the research that we're doing. So let me tell you guys a little bit more about my journey thus far pursuing research. So my interest in microbial research actually started in high school. And this was during, I think it was the spring of 2020. Yes, because that's when the COVID-19 outbreak occurred. And I contacted professors asking to do research in antibiotic resistance. And what led to this was actually my dad sending me a couple of articles on COVID-19, but also how microbial infections and antibiotic resistant microbes might actually become the next pandemic. I was fortunate enough to connect with two professors from the University of South Carolina who allowed me to help them out with their projects. So one of the projects actually looked at biosynthetic gene clusters in streptomyces. So essentially biosynthetic gene clusters are like these group, these units of genes or DNA units that program what the cell will do and how the cell will basically express this phenotype or what you see on the surface, right? So we were looking at these gene clusters in streptomyces and seeing how we could target these specific gene clusters that allow streptomyces to evade our immune system. But on the other hand, I also looked at SEIR, epidemiological curves, and how we could use predictive models uh, that were coded using MATLAB and other software. Uh, And essentially, because this was over COVID and this was over 2020, we had to do a lot of the research in silico. So in silico means that we were using bioinformatics software and other computer methods to conduct our research. And this was great because I got almost like a head start into research and what it could mean for me to pursue research in the future, but it also prevented any contact with vulnerable populations and preventing the spread of COVID-19. 
And this really cemented my interest in solving science puzzles that I guess you could say that affects not only me, but those I know and everybody else in the world. And throughout all of this, including the COVID-19 pandemic, I realized that the general audience is not informed enough about antibiotic resistance microbes and how this could, again, like I said, turn into the next pandemic of sorts. All of this really goes back into science communication, and I really wish to not only conduct research, but also to inform the public about my research in a digestible way, like this podcast, and to ensure that the information is passed along to the right audience. But let me give you a little history lesson real quick to explain what antibiotic resistance really is and how this is important uh, for the human population to understand and combat. So antibiotic resistant microbes were not actually created overnight. They were not created in 15 days. They were not created in a lab overnight. This actually occurred over the course of several decades, several years. So after penicillin, actually, an antibiotic that was discovered in the 1920s actually started being mass produced, doctors began creating other antibiotics using that model and began prescribing them. However, this also led to doctors over-prescribing this medication. And because over-prescription, some of these microbes actually evolved and mutated to become resistant to this weapon of sorts and it's very unfortunate to hear that antibiotic resistant infections have only increased since then at a very very rapid rate like as an example that comes to my mind real quick uh, there was a deadly outbreak of group a streptococcal infections in december 2022 and that's the most recent one that comes to my mind but there have been several others in in the early ones of 2023 and the reemergence of not only this infection, but other infections across the globe can be attributed to this antibiotic resistance again, uh, amongst a lot of these bacteria and other microorganisms that are just everywhere in the globe and everywhere on all surfaces. So essentially how this happens is that if one bacterial cell or one microbial cell mutates and evolves, it is able to evade the antibiotic because it can uh, almost build this survival tool, survival advantage against this weapon, right? But it also means that it can transfer this weapon of that it can use against antibiotics uh, to other cells in that same environment. So just as an aside, uh, last summer I actually conducted research on one of these transfer mechanisms called natural transformation at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. So to give you guys a little bit of a quick, in a nutshell, kind of explanation of what natural transformation is, essentially, uh, bacillus subtilis, that's the cells, uh, microbe that I was studying, uh, bacillus subtilis, but also other naturally transformable bacteria, they can readily take in exogenous DNA or donor DNA from the environment that could potentially give it a survival advantage so it takes in this dna and it combines it with its own dna and then it starts reproducing and then creating all these other cells that basically look like itself and can truly pose a problem if someone's infected 
but to me it was absolutely fascinating trying to biologically dissect how exactly bacteria like B, B. subtilis or staph aureus are able to take in DNA or use other transfer mechanisms to evade our uh, immune system responses. And I will very happily say that this experience only reinforced my interest in antibiotic resistant research and research in general as a whole. But again, uh, back to the topic at hand. What I realized is that the general audience sits at the core of my research interests. So informing the audience about this issue is equally as important to me as conducting research on antibiotic resistance. Some ways that we can prevent this issue from growing is actually using antibiotics wisely, but also cutting back on antibiotics if it's a viral or fungal infection. Maintaining our regular standards of hygiene like washing our hands, washing our bodies every day, and also doing more research to develop more effective antibiotics. So with that being said, that concludes my episode. I really, really hope that you enjoyed the episode and learned more about me and my research interests. Please share our podcast with friends and family and tune back in for our next episode. Thank you.